As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. You're strong, you're creative, and you know what? You're energetic. People love that. You're loved just for being who you are. Just for existing. Remember, you are deliberate. You're afraid of nothing. Go get him. Courage starts with showing up and letting ourselves be seen. Asking for help is a sign of strength. I should know. Do not forget that small steps are also progress. You choose how you want to feel and you choose confidence. Your perspective is unique. It's important and it counts. I know I sound sarcastic, but I'm not. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. Today's episode brought to you by Neutral Vodka Seltzer, made with vodka, seltzer, real juice. It's neutral, the one with the umlaut. It's Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, that's Tass Mellis. Podcast listeners, this is for you. Next to Tassie, it's the bearded woman, Tasha Hot Boy. Go to him, Trey Kirby. Ayo. Ayo. And last but not least, over yonder, making the magic happen. It's Eshua Kid. How y'all doing? What's up, Esh? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Is your mic on? It is now. Okay. Is it? <laughs> is it? I'm not sure it is. Yeah. Oh, no, not turned up. There we go. Rough morning. Rough morning. It was on. Technically, it was on. Just not up. <laughs> it was on, not up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's up? We're what's running, up? What's running. up? Good to have you here. Shout out to the stream team joining us live on YouTube. Like the vid, comment away, sub around, and find out. Get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. Get yourself a subscription to The Athletic. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunk so they know that we sent you. And hey, this is fun. No Bunts is back in our lives this morning. Tassie talking with Joel McMillan about the World Baseball Classic and I assume getting ready for the MLB season. You this, assume right. This now lives on the Athletic Baseball Show. YouTube feed and podcast feeds. Once a week? Weekly. Wednesdays. We'll be streaming live. And then get it wherever you pod. Yeah, Joel went to a World Baseball Classic game in Taiwan, so we took it in. We have footage. Joel oh, wow. Joely filming with Maggie. They had two cameras rolling. <laughs> two camera shoots. Well, Holy. You better believe it. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. That was fun. Okay. Well, no buts, like I said, available on the Athletic Baseball Show YouTube and podcast feeds. And they already recorded it or went live, I should say, this morning. So go enjoy that, you baseball sickos. Uh, we're talking NBA here, though. And then a little bit later, college basketball. We do all the sports in the Classic Factory. <laughs> but we had another wedgie. This is nuts. 
Wedgie number 46. On the foul, but we're counting it there because the referee said, no, we're shooting two on that. Thought it was a kind call. I thought you maybe could have called it on the floor, but we're happy because it gave us Wedgie 46. Way to go, Bridges. In OKC. I believe this is our sixth Wedgie in the last seven days. Wow. Which, I don't know. I'd have to go do some... uh, (laughs) Some fact-checking, but that might be the, the best week we've had in terms of total wedgies. Maybe ever. That's a lot for a one-week span. Love it. I can't even recall a, such a large Fair. number in seven days. <laughs> no. And I, you could see uh, Cam Johnson, Mikel Bridges' teammate, signal something to the ref. It's probably N1, but it's also plus one wedgie <laughs> plus on the one. board. Oh. Put it up there. I think we would have counted it even if it was on the floor, right? <sighs> yeah, we do that. I think. No, that was, that's that's the gray area. We haven't before. Oh, we usually on. say it's got to be like a really? shooting call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because because in theory, then, that's that's sort of after the whistle. I mean, that would be technically yeah. after the whistle, if the whistle means the foul occurred oh, on the man. floor, and then the guy goes and throws it up. But, hey, it doesn't matter. They, he went and shot two. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It was on the play. Yeah. We so, got a chance at 50 in the regular season. Oh, no, it's happening. Ugh, I mean, what, we got three weeks left, basically? We need four wedgies? No, we might have it by the weekend. Might have it by the weekend. Balls are sticky right now. <laughs> Love it. A lot of humidity. Uh, let's get into some of the games. Not the craziest night, for no. being honest, no. in the association. No. But the Bucks did clinch a playoff spot. 50 wins for Milwaukee. They topped the Suns 116-104. It was a close game until the Bucks went on like a 24-9 run and uh, took control of this game. Any takeaways from Milwaukee continuing to look, like we talked about on yesterday's podcast, the title favorites. How can you deny them that? Not a crazy night, but this was impressive, especially pairing it with what they did to Sacramento the night before. Mm-hmm. On the road, B to B, a back-to-back. They go into Sacramento. <laughs> Sacramento couldn't have played any better in that game. Bucks still win. Then they go beat Phoenix in a game where Giannis, yeah, 46, Monday, 36, Tuesday, just doing everything offensively, and then leading his team on the defensive end with that huge block on Devin Booker in the fourth. How can you not play hard for this guy? Everybody playing hard. Drew doing his Drew things. Brooke Lopez looking phenomenal, taking the ball from the three-point line on the bounce to the rim. I'm starting to name guys because they're just so freaking deep. They had a new guy in the lineup because Chris Middleton sitting out back-to-back. Javon Carter coming in. Huge deep three in the first. Big three in the fourth. Pat Connaughton, three from the corner in the third. And the fourth quarter, I should say. Joe Ingles, seven assists. Great chemistry off the bench with Brooke Lopez. Those guys working that pick and roll. Bobby Portis, Jay Crowder with the dagger coming off the bench. He's got no problems coming off the bench in Milwaukee. Usually... When you name guys on a team, that just means that that team doesn't have great top-end talent. You're so desperate to name the 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th guys. It's because they're not great up top. But this team is playing ball like they're a championship team, 1 through 10, 11, 12. Yeah. I named so many guys, and Chris Middleton didn't even play. Grayson Allen, don't need to name him, but Chris Middleton. You just did. Uh, yeah, I, I did. Uh, but you get a Javon Carter shout-out in there? I got yeah, one. Yeah. I, I squeezed nice, it. Nice, he nice. was okay. Against his old team. Deep, yeah. A deep three from Javon Carter. You don't usually see that in the first quarter. Yeah, big – everybody. They're playing like a championship team, obviously. Suns coach Monty Williams wasn't pleased, though, with the uh, free throw disparity in this one. Buck shot 37. A lot of those Giannis. But yeah. it was on a night where he was missing a ton of he them. He missed a lot. Uh, Suns only shot 16. But the Bucks win in double digits despite shooting. Well, again, really honest, like sub-65% of the line. But Monty, is he getting ready for the playoffs here? <laughs> Pointing it out after the game. Look at this disparity, you know. We got Booker, 
Drew Holiday plays, you know, super physical. Yeah. We should be shooting more. This was his point. I don't know if you had any thoughts on that. I mean, maybe they should, but the Bucks earned their free throws, I thought, completely. Giannis was just dominant in this game, going to the hoop time and time again. Uh, you know, DeAndre Ayton picked up a couple of fouls, I think, in the first yeah. five minutes of the game, and that took him out of the game. Like, he was still out there, eventually finished with five fouls, but his aggressiveness was not there, and the Bucks were just too big. For the Suns, I guess these are both potential finals previews. Sure. Beating the Kings, beating the Suns. <laughs> yeah. It could happen. Uh, and if that happened, uh, the Bucks will win those series because they are just a humongous team. And you could see how small the Suns looked in comparison yeah. to Milwaukee. Tass, you mentioned Joe Ingles and Brooke Lopez. That was the go-to play in the fourth quarter. A screen and roll for those two. Ingles finished with seven assists. Four of those went to Brooke Lopez. They also have a lot of tic-tac-toe kind of plays where they found Brooke kind of in the middle of the lane and he kicks it out for a three. Super impressive, I thought, by Milwaukee to win a game when they shot 30% from three, 65% of the line, had more turnovers than Phoenix, and won easily yeah. running away, finished the game on a 23-9 to run. Great stuff. That block that Yanis had, it was a close game. Uh, the Suns mm-hmm. fought. Respect to them, even though they had that free throw discrepancy. They came back and took a lead in the, in the fourth quarter, but the Bucks went on that run. And then Yanis, again, back-to-back. Doesn't have to be working his butt off, but a recovery block on Devin Booker, who was defended well just on the perimeter just to be slowed down a little bit by uh, Drew and Jay Crowder. But that recovery with 330 left, your best player doing that, it's hard not to play hard when you got that going on with your best player. He gets better as the game goes on, and the Bucks get better as the game goes on. All right, so let's go from the number one seed in the East. I got two. I got two other things to the number this. one seed in the West. But until <laughs> maybe until I got you, maybe no, I got go, three go. other things here. Actually, okay. oh Jesus! Phil Jackson said forty wins before twenty losses as a contender. Yeah, the Bucks have fifty. <laughs> That's even better. So mark them down as the favorites right now. Number two, Tory Craig lost a tooth last night. Mm-hmm. Got oh. hit in the mouth by Giannis with an elbow. It was not a very weird Giannis drive, I didn't think. I would have thought if a guy's getting his tooth knocked out, it would have been forehead, it would have been shoulder, but it was just a little bit of a flailing elbow, tough for him. And the weirdest thing I saw, Jay Crowder got a tribute video mm-hmm. from the Phoenix Suns. For yeah, what? The crowd didn't really respond <laughs> yeah. all that much. Why did he get one? He played two seasons there, yeah. they won nothing, and he asked for a trade at the end of the year. Yeah, they go overboard. What can I say all these franchises do with these uh, They want to look good. Thank you back videos, yeah. They want to look good, yeah. but like this guy burned their franchise. They should be an F U video. Or they should have just done nothing. The guy was like, No, the fifth F U videos starter. is what I want to see. <laughs> the fifth starter for a team that made one finals. He was there for two seasons. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh moving from the number one seed in the east to the number one seed in the west, who are struggling. Because Van Vliet had 36, Raptors hand the Nuggets their fourth straight loss, and Malone had a lot to say after this one. Uh, talked about his team being on cruise control. So the question here, and we can uh, give the Raps a little bit of love. They played great, especially that first quarter, 49 points franchise record. But are the Nuggets what you've seen over the last week or so here? Are they are they just bored, like we were trying to say the Celtics have been at times this season? Or are they broken? Are they okay are you seeing like some cracks here where it's like, ooh, they might be the number one seed. They very will still be the likely number one seed in the West, but could be taken down in a first round or not go as far as they obviously would hope to. What, what's your gut say for what you've seen from Denver so far? Both. Yeah? I think they're both bored and broken. Michael Malone said, right now we're just in chill mode. I've never heard a coach say the word chill mode in my life, so <laughs> it can't be good. But I definitely think that Denver has taken their foot off the pedal since they beat Memphis March 3rd. 
That put them seven games up on the second seed in the Western Conference, seemingly locking them in for the first spot in the Western Conference. But since then, they haven't been playing as hard. They haven't been as intense on defense. And Philadelphia has now passed Denver in total records from the Eastern and the Western Conference. The reason I do think they're broken a little bit right now is that Jamal Murray doesn't look good, but somehow played 40 minutes last night just because the game was in Toronto. He hadn't (laughs) played there since 2018. He wanted to play in front of, I think he said he had 40 or 50 family and friends there. And he was one of the worst players on the court for the Nuggets, just getting roasted time and time again off the dribble. And then the defense behind him wasn't there. I do also think that the bench has been bad. Michael Malone's flipping the rotations every single game, trying to figure out guys who can actually play. They've got a top six who is good if you include Bruce Brown off the bench. After that, though, it's all question marks. And he seems to be kind of casting about for something that's going to work in the playoffs I think Michael Porter Jr. should probably be featured more so than Jamal Murray right now because Murray needs to chill for a little bit, get his knee looking right because they're going to need the best possible Jamal Murray in the playoffs, and we haven't seen it since the All-Star break. Yeah, that's the only scary thing to me. I I know the defense is odd. The Raptors just taking it to them every single possession in that first quarter. Score 49 points, four minutes, or four points a minute. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. They were just on their heels the entire time. Maybe we got our Scotty Barnes back. He looked so good in that first quarter, taking Jamal Murray in the post. But the Nuggets were scoring at will, too. They shot 55%. Most of the guys, other than Jamal Murray, having really good nights. Gordon, 8 for 13. Porter, 8 for 13. Jokic, 10 for 13. The Jamal Murray thing is a concern because it's been stretching here for a little bit, and it's mm-hmm. not just uh, the homecoming from Kitchener, Ontario, Jamal Murray, who had a rough game out there. Looks bad defensively as well. That is definitely the worrisome part. The chill mode, Michael Malone being cool, dropping a chill mode. I, I'm i not so concerned. They definitely thought they've got the number one seed wrapped up in the West. And they probably they do. do. Yeah. yeah, it's only three games. It's not over over. Uh, but yeah, the Murray thing is you want great guard play and not, not to get burned because... It's, there's a lot on Jokic at the rim now if, if Jamal Murray's allowing guys to just blow by him. And you could see it in yesterday's game. They were going right at Jokic. Pirtle was doing a good job. Yeah. Everybody was able to score at the rim uh, because they were yeah just pretty lax. Uh, I'm not super-duper worried, but yeah, the intensity, can you just turn it on again? That's the question. Yeah, the Raptors shot 20 for 28 in the first quarter. <laughs> for a 49-30 lead. And uh, according to ESPN Stats and Info, first game all season in which Jokic played and the Nuggets never led the game, even for a second. Um, But I rewatched the first quarter, Raptors beatdown this morning. They had three dunks in the first four minutes of this game. You said Scotty Barnes posting up Jamal Murray. Pirtle completely out-hustling and out-playing Jokic through the first quarter. Boucher got behind the defense twice. That resulted in two dunks for him. OG took advantage of the Nuggets' porous defense. He was just stepping into, like, mid-range jumpers. Catch-and-shoot threes were dropping for him. Uh, he had a great game, too. I mean, and, and then Van Vliet. I didn't even mention him. He had yeah. his, maybe one of his better games this season. Eight threes. Hello. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Just got, just got hot. Three steals, two turnovers. Yeah, he had a lot of threes there in the first quarter. And, um, and then they were playing catch-up all game. They made it a close game. It got it turned into like a three point game. Like it was, it had a chance, but it was one of those classics. You're down so big, you fight for the middle part of this game to get back, and then the set the the team that was leading gets sort of like a you know their second win and puts it away, and that's what they did. And I thought the Raptors made some like strong defensive plays 
at the end of the third quarter into the fourth to like then take control of the game again. You know, Van Vliet had a strip, Barnes uh, getting them another possession off a missed free throw, just sort of out hustling the Nuggets there. Gary Trent Jr. with a pick six on another steal, and a lot of that was just like lackadaisical Nuggets play. So I think I think you're right. I think it's both. There's concerns, and there is no doubt because they've been like the number one seed for a very long time here in the Western Conference that they've taken their foot off the gas. But both can be true. And as Malone also said, which is, I guess, is it still hip to say they're trying to get their swagger back? <laughs> I don't know. For a coach, I guess that's still yeah. cool. But yeah. In 10 games since the All-Star break, they're 24th in defense, the Nuggets are. And they were like an above average team heading into the break. So, and that's good when you pair it with that's Obviously, you know, pretty damn good offense there led by Jokic. But 24th, 25th, that's that's not going to cut it, probably. That's not swaggerish. No, but if you do like a little NBA contenders check-in, Bucks, we talked about, they can't lose, it feels like. But you got the Nuggets 5-5 in their last 10 on this four-game losing streak to not great teams. Celtics 5-5 in their last 10. And so they've come back to earth a little bit after their insane shooting start to start the season. And the Sixers, uh, of the bunch there, they're 7-3 and three in their last 10, though they have the fourth hardest remaining strength of schedule. Um, and the Bucks, I believe, of these teams, these contenders I'm naming, have the easiest. Uh, so maybe that's, maybe that's just them running away to the number one seed overall in the league. Any other notes from Raps Nugs? Nikola Jokic only had six defensive rebounds. The Raptors were crushing it on the offensive glass, and I think that that's a huge uh, effort thing uh, to not be hitting the glass like that, and certainly in another area of improvement uh, for the Nuggets. But I don't know. Usually the bench is the biggest concern, but the starters were just just as bad mm-hmm. as the bench last night for Denver. And, and uh, a DNP for Reggie Jackson. Interesting oh, there. I mean, he's that's been very disappointing. Yes. For sure. He's given him nothing and is getting not even in there, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he could be playing a lot of minutes because of their lack of depth at the backup guard spot. So it is there. – there's, yeah, some some locker room, some flow issues. Jokic basically took a pass off the head. Uh, it, yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> in the first quarter. There, what yeah. up with that? I mean, that there's some, something odd going on there. Uh, a last note for me, OG Ananobi with a put-back dunk in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Beauty. And – it's, he's a guy who doesn't really show a lot of emotion on the floor. He's known for the lack of emotion. Straight-faced guy. Mm-hmm. He said, quote, I think I smiled. I hope I smiled. <laughs> he doesn't uh, even remember. <laughs> thanks to Eric Did Correa I for smile? That <laughs> OG is just just too funny. Uh, Anthony Davis and the Lakers, they're up 35 at the hat, half. Excuse me. They hold on to beat the Pelicans 123-108. And then a little news off of this, uh, we have learned that AD will sit out tonight's game against the Rockets because it's a back-to-back situation. And it's the Rockets. And it's the Rockets, though. You know, the Lakers need all these wins they can. And uh, Rockets just beat the Celtics uh, on any <laughs> given night. Anything can happen here. But uh, they got they they got the W. And Darvin Ham said he considered resting AD because they were up so much. Um, like, hey, I won't even play you in the second half because then maybe <laughs> we can play you against the Rockets for a half or something like that. But he ended up playing 17 minutes in the second half because the New Orleans... Like it happens in every NBA game, it feels like. Down huge and cut it this one to 13. So still pretty comfortable, but got to 13th there in the fourth quarter. But Lakers win, and uh, you know we'll eventually show you the West play-in, but 
What'd you think of uh, AD here, the Lakers, and Beasley getting out of his shooting slump, hitting threes? Yeah, they haven't lost consecutive games since uh, they made the trades. On the other side, the Pels, uh, they fooled me the other night. They beat the Blazers. Uh, they don't have uh, enough effort from night to night. And they also they lack shooting at times around B.I. and C.J. McCollum, so you can load up on them in a good defensive team like the Lakers are. Takes that away, and they're playing iso ball, and so they... they they fooled me, and the Rockets can play spoiler here. If if you like uh, if you like that type of thing in March, <laughs> they get the Lakers, and then they get the Pels. Pels. So oh wow, it could be could be enjoyable for them. Yeah, the victory gave the Lakers a three one edge in the season series with the Pelicans too, which obviously could come into play in a tiebreaker situation in the plan in terms of seeding. So that's a big win. And again, Beasley he could not hit a three over the last four or five games, and he hit seven from deep last night 7 to 12 really good shooting 24 points but ad was the story i mean if you saw the first quarter of this one where they built this massive lead it was all ad yeah i uh, i don't think jonas valanciunas is the best matchup no. for anthony davis when he's engaged like he was last night uh dominant performance he was scoring inside every single time he wanted to the jumper looked okay as well went one for two from three hit some mid-rangers i just thought that was a a great game from Davis, especially knowing that he's going to be resting tonight, go out and give it the full effort. You yeah. mentioned Beasley there, seven for 28 from three in his past three games, went out and hit seven threes. They were celebrating like crazy. Apparently, LeBron and D'Angelo Russell now have an ice in my veins kind of handshake yeah. together. The vibes are good for L.A. right now. They seem to have a pretty solid sense of business. I saw D'Angelo Russell after the game was saying, if we go out and lose to the Rockets, it doesn't matter that we won this game. So I'm expecting him to go for more than a season high of 33 points tonight. Okay, we will see. Uh, The Thunder, they used a big third quarter to rally past the Nets, 121-107. And then I pair that with quickly leading a rally as the Knicks beat the Blazers, 123-107, because... The Thunder and Portland, um, both trying to find a spot there in the play-in in the West. And then you have the Knicks jumping over the Nets in the Eastern Conference when it comes to the seeding there. And the Cavs also won last night, too, so they keep a pretty comfortable lead above those teams. But any thoughts on either of those ones? Well, you said OKC rallied in that third quarter. I was more impressed with the defensive end in that quarter. They allowed only 20 points. This team is the youngest team in the NBA, and they've got a top-10 defense salute to Mark Digno. Back-to-back years where, again, a a ridiculously young team. Last year, you know, sort of a middle-of-the-pack defensive team, but now top 10 back-to-back years where they've overachieved on that end. And that's why, to me, uh, they're able to, you know, be, again, in this play-in tournament, as you said there, to be around 500. It's a heck of an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Heck of an accomplishment. So that's that's where I think they... uh, they did in the Nets that third quarter on both ends, really. That third quarter defense, but then Lou Dort was on fire in that third quarter, too. He had five of his Jordy. threes. He got the Lou Dort game. He had a season-high 24, nine boards uh, to help them come back. And once again, great timing because we just dropped the YouTube short. Jalen Williams, the Thunder rookie, another great game. 23 points, 10 boards, 8 to 10 shooting, couple steals. Over his last nine games now, he's averaging 22, 5 and 5, over two steals. 60, 50, 84 shooting splits. So, giddy triple-double. Shea with his classic, like, put it in pen, he's going to score 35 points every night. And then Jalen Williams and Lou Dort, I mean, and then you say that defense top 10, and you have Chet Holmgren coming next year? I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. I didn't know they were top 10 in defense, but huge win. We thought they were done as we were, like, getting into the All-Star break, and I think they've won six of the last seven, and 
we can show you that they're right there in the race. They're in it. They're the eighth seed right now at 34 and 40, uh, four, uh, 35, excuse me. They'll be good in the play-in tournament. Uh, they've got a closer in Shea. Uh, I saw that this was branded as a sick duel between him and Mikhail Bridges. They play defense, and I guess they can get hot. They don't seem like a team that's very streaky from three to me, but they hit eight threes, and the Nets hit zero in that third quarter. So I guess they can catch fire uh, when it needs be. Uh, so, yeah, that was a huge win, I thought, for OKC. Also saw that Ben Simmons has now missed 11 straight games. Not even a guy I think of no. when I think about the Brooklyn no. Nets right now. Throw that West play-in race graphic up, please, Eshua, because, again, the Thunder win, the Lakers win, and the Pels and the Blazers lose last night. And here it is for everybody on YouTube. I mean, it is. It's tight. And we're just going GB there with the actual cutoff for the play-in because the Wolves are a game up on all those other teams that are 34 and 35, the Thunder, Mavericks, Lakers. But Jazz Pels won back from the 10th seed, and then the Blazers, man, another great Damian Lillard performance, but all for naught as, you know, they just can't stop anyone, and nobody's really helping them out all that much. Are they done? Are we saying goodbye to the Blazers here, or as we've seen a million times this season, like give it one week and they'll be the seventh seed. How do you feel about Portland? I, I, I think we're done. Yeah. I, I think it's a 12-team race, although the, the Jazz are also a th- probably going to fall out of it. We haven't even mentioned that, you know, watching them and and how they continuously find guys to insert into the lineup like Chris Dunn and Simone Fontecchio and mm-hmm. Och- Ochai Baji that Jordan Clarkson isn't playing right now. And because they've, you know, gutted their entire roster by trading guys, you drop Jordan Clarkson as well due to injury. That's going to be tough sledding for them. So I, I think Blaze, Jazz are done. And the way the Pelicans are playing, we may be looking at those four teams that are in there right now as the four teams that are going to make it. Mm. It's tough to really get behind the Pels. They're, they're, they fooled me. They beat the Blazers. They're one game on, one game off. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look like Zion's coming back. Yeah, looking at the Blazers' schedule, they have a game against the San Antonio Spurs April 6th. Every other team they play uh, for the final 13 games is a playoff team or a play-in team. So not looking good for them, but at least they introduced a new mascot last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had comedian Ian Carmel searching through Portland, searching through the Moda Center to find Douglas Fur. Their new Sasquatch mascot, uh, he helps Blaze Cat, and he's just a big old Sasquatch kind of guy, wearing a beanie, wearing a red and black flannel. Why are they introducing a mascot now? Because their team isn't doing well, I think. <laughs> That's so deep. Something for the fans. <laughs> Ash, do we have those photos of, uh, of this dumb, weird-looking Blazers mascot? I, I do not have it up right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Douglas Fur. Douglas Fur is his name. That's <laughs> <laughs> just, just Douglas. Yeah. Douglas, Douglas Fur got the tree. Yeah. Got the tree. Yeah. That's a that's one of <laughs> that's one of the cuts. It's a yeah. it's a look. We'll we'll show you later. Um it's what a weird timing to like release a new mascot. Right? Yes. Yeah, it's a, like, it's a good distraction. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Why else would you introduce a mascot 69 games into the season? Because it's nice. <laughs> well, you said Ian Carmel was looking for him throughout the stadium. <laughs> he found him. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe they didn't want to introduce him. He just, <laughs> they're keeping him for next year, and then 
Carmel got him. Like, bring him out. Yeah, bring <laughs> him out. We're down bad right Fine now. Fine for... Maybe we can bring him out right now. I see everybody working, figuring it out over there. We're going to get the fur. <laughs> Other games He's last hi- night. in hiding again. Find him. The we Cavs need won. The Wizards won. There he is. There he is. <laughs> what is that? He's like eight feet tall. Yeah. I I don't like mascots with like that. It appears to be like a hard shell face. Yeah. Like I, I could agree. tap it and it would make a sound. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> need a nice soft face. I prefer it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. It's it's like the New Orleans mascots that they're freaky when you yeah. get a heart. They're too yeah. real. Yeah. I Look guess. at that. <laughs> so the guy, the man or woman within this mascot is uh, looking out through the fur there, right? Uh, what? I, I assume the mouth. mouth the mouth yeah. looks like it's. A, I thought you a said screen. it was eight feet tall, though. I thought. I mean, how? What? Who they got in that? Bill Walton. <laughs> fair. I, fair point. I think fair the point. person's looking out of that little. Oh, the neck hole? part, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe. maybe it's only seven and a half feet oh, tall, okay. and you, you got a six-foot-tall person, six-and-a-half-foot-tall person in there. I don't know. <laughs> look at this fella. I like the lumberjack look, though. It looks, he fits Portland, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Douglas Fur, you said. Is. Yes, F-U-R. Yes, yes. So for the people at home Googling. What happened to the cat? Still around. Oh, okay. This is a second mascot. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh geez. Yeah. <laughs> don't cats, like, pee on trees and... Climb them and stuff? That's not a tree. Well, that's a good point. His name's Douglas Fir, but the cat could be confused. <laughs> like task Googling. Uh, all right, anyway. I wasn't confused, my man. I typed in Douglas well, Google F-U-R. Was Google, Google, was yeah. Google was confused. Fur has not been introduced yet. And so to Google. He's not on Google. Great. Yeah. Uh, I'll take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll make some more dumb picks. So we're going to get into the March Madness bracket. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Back here in the Classic Factory, if you're joining us live, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hit that like button, make sure you're subscribed. If you're a podcast listener, leave your boys a five-star rating and review. We had two college basketball games last night. The first four has started in Dayton, Ohio. Why is it always in Dayton, Ohio? What's the reason? Does anybody know? There's no hating in Dayton. All right. They're always in Dayton. That's right. And uh, we had Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Winning uh, their game over our guys. SEMO. Uh, so, Southeast, what is it? Missouri Southeast. State Red Hawks. Yeah, Brad Korn, the coach. Trey grew up with them. And uh, they, they couldn't hit a free throw to save your life. <laughs> couldn't hit a free throw and couldn't stop fouling. This was a real what a free throws do, win games yeah. kind of game. But somehow, because it's college basketball, still came down to the last oh shot. My God. <laughs> Simo had a look. Philip Russell, two first names, zero three-point makes Ooh, right there at the end. It was end, a good look. Nice step good back. Luck. Created good space. Uh, but couldn't knock it down. So, yeah. 
Texas A&M Corpus Christi, which apparently is on an island. The Islanders. They're called the Islanders, <laughs> and it's on an island. Didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know either. Anyway, they're going to face Alabama in this real thing. And then uh, we had uh, Pitt outlasting Mississippi, Mississippi State in a back-and-forth affair, I guess. I didn't watch any of this one. I watched a lot of that SEMO game. It was fun. <laughs> I mean, it started before a lot of the NBA yeah. action, so that was nice. And uh, well, it was fun. It was a great reminder of college basketball, yeah. which I don't watch a lot of, going, ooh, Wow, they make a lot of mistakes. The oh, kids. Yeah. Don't the worry, kids it gets better pressure. when the actual tournament starts. Okay, it good, gets good. way better. Uh, anyway, we've been uh, all week long here filling out our brackets. Our one No Dunks March Madness bracket. You can play along. You can get in our pool. There's a link in the show notes. Uh, just click that first link there in the description. But today we are filling out the Midwest region. We've done the South. We've done the East. We are into the Midwest. This is uh, your old stomping grounds. You must know this region. <laughs> Great. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to filling it out. All right. Houston versus Northern Kentucky. The one sixteen matchup. Houston, I think you said Skeets. The Vegas favorite yep. for the championship. I know they've got a potential top 10, maybe even top 5 draft pick in Jarris Walker. I think they do have... An injury, though, to their point guard, whose name is Sasser. First name Jay, last name Sasser. I don't remember what his first name is, but I have to imagine somehow related to Gerald Sasser from back in the day. Remember that guy? Do they have another guy named Marcus Sasser? I thought I thought Gerald and Marcus Sasser were the brothers that were like 20 years ago, like 15, 20 years ago. Oh, okay. And I'm guessing that this is one of their sons. So but I don't Sassers. know. Probably. Yeah. I hear they're one of the hardest playing teams in the country. Yeah, they're going through. They're, they're going, going very far in this Yeah, bracket. we're like in Houston here. Yeah. The number overall two seed in the tournament. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you, you rank them number ones, but you got to rank them throughout the 64 as well. That's just the rule. You That's exactly it. right. You got to do it. Our next matchup. An 8-9 matchup. The 9s beat the 8s more often than not. Iowa Hawkeyes. Auburn Tigers. Iowa, a high-scoring team led by Keegan Murray's twin brother, Chris Murray, who also is a bucket. I hear they're a run-and-gun team. No defense. I don't know exactly the scouting report on the Auburn Tigers. I didn't know they were – the the Murrays are twins, eh? They are twins. That makes sense because yeah. I saw a photo of him. I'm like, wow, you look a lot like your brother. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, it makes a lot more sense. Ah, uh, wow. Well, do we back them? I mean, the Kings are hot. Are we lighten, are we lighten the Iowa beam? Light the Iowa beam. <laughs> Corn beam. I love a Hawkeye. I just like the name. It is cool. You like Over the They got tiger. good looks. We were, we were heavy on the cats last night. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We were big cat guys yesterday. <laughs> Give us the birds. The bird men today. Okay. All right. Birds we're going on. Lucking those cats right <laughs> off the ground. Leisurely walking around. Here comes a Hawkeye. All right. The Miami Hurricanes in the five seed versus the number 12 Drake. Bulldogs. Bulldogs? Guaranteed. Yeah, that's a bulldog, baby. That's a bulldog. <laughs> that's an interesting little bulldog logo. <laughs> Hiding behind the D from Drake. If I'm not mistaken, Drake has a highly recruited player who was like a top 100 recruit nationally, but his dad is the coach at Drake, so he went there, will likely get drafted into the NBA. I think there's a big injury for Miami. One of their leading players, I think their point guard, is questionable coming into the tournament, so this might be the 12-5 that you're smelling, Skeets. Oh, I'm smelling dog shit. Bulldog just pooped on the floor. <laughs> but I smell upset as well. We this is our 12-5. Look Let's at that do defense. it. 63 points per game? Yeah. 
Let's do it. That's nice. You talked me into it with all those things that may or may not be true. <laughs> Drizzy Drake. Nah, man. I do research. All right. I do research. Sweet, sweet, man. Yeah. Drizzy Drake moving on over Miami. God's plan. Indiana Hoosiers versus the Kent State Golden Flashes? I think that might be true. That looks, looks like, like a, a golden flash, doesn't it? That's an interesting name. I think it's a bird of some sort or something, isn't it? I'll Kent State Golden Flashes. Golden Flashes. Yeah, yeah what's a golden a, flash? Like that a lightning thing. Yeah, lightning? whatever that thing is right there. A bird. Come golden on. Flashes. So what are we thinking here? Wait, what do you mean a bird? That is a bird, though. Like, don't don't give me shit that that's not a bird. <laughs> nah. It's a bird's face on the end of a golden flash. <laughs> okay, come on, man. Can it be a bird if it doesn't have wings? <laughs> well, good point. Yeah, it really makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. Maybe it's a cockroach. <laughs> we need to know if we're taking all birds here. Is this a bird? <laughs> What's a Hoosier? No one knows. A person from Indiana. Looks like they can score. I think they've got some uh, highly touted prospects as well. The Hoosiers. A lot of people thinking 13 over 4 here. But are we going a 13 over 4 and a 12 and a 5 in the same region? Mm. I got to get this in because uh, I don't think we're picking Kent State to move on. They have a player named Sincere Carey. They have a player named Sincere Carey. Wow, what a name. Who allegedly could carry this team to the second round. Yeah. Saw that in many previous. I don't like cheering for uh, the Hoosiers. So I'm Team Kent State, and it is a bird. Their mascot is, uh, you know, it's an eagle, a golden eagle of sorts, but it's dumb. Sincere carry, though, is going to be something to watch in this game. He's good. They used to be called the Silver Foxes. What was wrong with that? <laughs> Kent State Silver Foxes? That's pretty cool. Sounds too old. Sounds old, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, only play only seniors. One, only well, play five-year It was in 1923 when players. they were called that, so. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Ah, uh, the olden days. Uh, All right, yeah. All right. Let's go Indy. You saying go Indy? Are we, are we going? He's Kent? saying go Golden Flashes. Kent State, man. Uh, what are we saying over here Double, in the production booth? Double, who cares? What they always win. Think? I, I think the Golden Flashes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Great. <laughs> there it is. Look at it. That's a bird. Okay. That's a bird. That's a brown bird. <laughs> oh, it's a, what? Did we say it's an eagle? I mean, a, golden, yeah, it's it's an eagle. golden eagle. Golden eagle. Golden eagle. Golden eagle. That makes sense. Whatever that is. Also known as a flash. <laughs> All right. Golden Eagle. The Let's do it. Let's live there. a little. Send them on. We said we'd live a little 13. on this side of the bracket. Yeah, oh, we? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we got a 14 seed going through pretty soon here, so that should be exciting. Awesome. The Iowa State Cyclones playing against the winner of, oh, I guess well, that was last night's game, Mississippi State no, Pitt, versus Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, yeah, so the Pitt Panthers pulled that one out right. last night. Now, okay, there's one thing I know. A lot of times these teams that win that first game of the first four, they can go on runs. You know, especially in, especially here. not a not the 16th seeded one. They don't because they usually lose to yeah. the number one seed. But this slot, this has happened a lot. We've had runs where they go all the way to the to the final four for crying out loud. Maybe you get that game under you, right? Yep. That's all I'm throwing out there. I mean, matchup wise, it looks okay. It might be Team Pitt on this. We already have an Iowa, don't we? <laughs> we don't need Iowa State too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Northern Iowa point. in this tournament? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think Northern Iowa was in this tournament somewhere, right? Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. I was thinking Northern Kentucky. Mm. So we send it on. Uh, I, I like Pitt. They just played take, a game where it was a back and forth affair, man. They they're they're ready for this. 
That didn't look like a team that should be playing in the playing game, if you ask me. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right. Pitt it is. All right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> a play-in winner advancing. All right. In the 314 matchup, Xavier versus Kennesaw State. Kennesaw State won one game two seasons ago. Yep. They've only been in Division One for like five seasons. Yep. Or something like that. And it's right down the road from us. Just down the road from our place. <laughs> Which means we have to take them. We have to absolutely take them. No Georgia State in the tournament. No Georgia Tech in the tournament. Nope. No Georgia Bulldogs in the tournament. Nope. So go Kennesaw State. I go Owls, baby. We said we're all birds. Hootski. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for Hootski. There you go. And for Reggie King, who played at Kennesaw State and is a guy we know. Wow. Yeah. That's how he got interviewed. He got interviewed about the team being good. So shout out to Reggie. I'm pretty good sure uh, our friend Beth uh, teached or did a, did some classes at Kennesaw State. Nice. As well. So there's that that link. Another good reason. <laughs> Another good reason. Great. To know. We just picked the 11th through 14th Hell yeah, seeds. we did, Sass. The committee knows nothing. <laughs> we know. We know the results of these games. In the 7-10 matchup, we've got the Texas A&M Aggies versus the Penn State Nittany Lions. Got no read on this one. Seven ten, flip a coin. Uh, you're talking about uh, cats versus Aggies. We were we were heavy on the Aggies when it was the Utah State Aggies. Right, right, right. I was literally just gonna flip a coin. Um. Okay. So I think Texas A&M plays at a place called College Station. Mm-hmm. I think Penn State plays at a place called Happy Valley. <laughs> Who's the home no, team? They should play yeah, at Penn Station. It. Texas is the home team. Texas is the home. Okay, for here heads. we go. Here we go. If it's heads, we're going Texas. You might want to hear this. It's yeah, sort of let's, fun. Uh, let's get a here sound effect. It was a quick flip. Quick flip, wasn't it? What's up with that? Quick flip. Know. Heads. Good. Put them through. Yeah, we need a we need a favorite here. <laughs> the Aggies. All right. Te- oh, could we have an all-Texas matchup? The Texas Longhorns versus the Colgate Toothpastes. Oh, the Colgate is in it. Yeah, they made it. I don't know if a Donald Foyle will be starting, <laughs> but we shall see. Uh, Texas, I know, just knocked off Kansas in the Big 12 tournament. Kansas, one of the number one yep. over, uh, number one seeds. In the tournament, uh, put, we're putting them through. Yeah, I like Texas. I like yeah. that matchup right there. A 2-7, Texas versus Texas A&M. We will come back to it. At the top of the bracket, Houston versus Iowa. Are we sticking with the birds or are we flipping back to the cats? Because I think Houston has a cat mascot. Yeah, uh, we got to go Houston. They're a cougs. cougs. We gotta go yeah, got to go Houston. I mean, Houston's trying to play in Houston in the final. Wow, that's a great call. Oh, give me Kelvin Sampson. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Kelvin. Advancing Sampson in the 12 13 yeah. matchup. Here's where things get wild the Bulldogs versus the Golden Flashes. Which is an eagle? A brown eagle is a golden flash. <laughs> you would never expect it. It's hard to have a feel on a 12 13. Tough. Ah, uh, man. I'm going with the top end talent of Drake personally. Okay. okay. They got that one guy. I'm fine with that. Yeah, Darren, sure. Darren DeVries. Darren DeVries. There you go. Okay. Drake's Darren DeVries dares to dance. Yeah, I love the alliteration Yeah, here. that's good. That's really good. The play-in winner, Pitt Panthers, versus the Kennesaw State Owls. We said we said birds over cats in this region. Oh, we got it. We got to, is this mister. The, is this the Cinderella run we're looking for? This, the Owls. If the Owls make it to the Sweet 16... We will be atop the leaderboards, I believe. Then we have then to we do it. Then <laughs> we simply must do it. We must. Two percent of people think Kennesaw State is going to be advancing 
to the Sweet 16, but Smart. only 5% of people think Miss uh, Pitt will do it. Pitt won that game last yeah. night, right? <laughs> Unless I said it wrong. I, I thought Pitt won that game. I thought Mississippi State had a look. Pitt outlasts Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. I right. think that's just an error yeah. in the uh, they're bracket. Like, they're like, nobody's going to pick these people to advance. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right. Texas versus Texas A&M. Uh, the livestock versus the farmers is what this one is. Wow. <laughs> Longhorns versus Aggies. Ooh, uh, a lot of people say that the cows really run the farm. It's interesting. I like that. I think they do. <laughs> Power to the so, animals. Do they? Do they say that? <laughs> I saw some uh, longhorns in person not too long ago here in Georgia. What, uh, they, what were they up to? They're chilling in a field. Did you hook them? No, but I I don't think I'd ever seen them up close. They got cool. Uh, I didn't even know they had good, them in Georgia. Here. So, uh, we were at like a it was like a cottage weekend, not a cottage, but like an Airbnb in some rural part of Georgia. Oh yeah. They had llamas and they had. Uh, Texas, or they had Longhorns. I don't know if they were from Texas. <laughs> you know, Just wandered Georgia over. Longhorns. Yeah, you know, Matthew McConaughey is going to be at this game. All I right, all so. right, Probably all right. So. Take yep. Texas. All right, all right, all right. That's good. That's good. All right, we got some. Okay, this is good. We got Cinderella's and low yeah. seeds. Houston versus Drake. Are we putting Houston through to almost Houston? Let me correct myself. We said, I said Darren DeVries plays for Drake. Darian DeVries is the coach. So I got the name wrong, and I got whether or not he was a player or coach wrong. Tucker DeVries <laughs> is, is the, the son? player. His oh, son okay. plays okay. for this oh, team. Nice. nice. Yes. And there's uh, a Jared DeVries tie-in, former NFL defensive lineman. Jared DeVries related. So, cool. Athletic family. So they're going to lose here. <laughs> Against Houston? It's tough. That's tough sledding. That's a tough one. I mean, are we taking... Kennesaw State or Drake. So you're be. looking ahead. That's the problem. You're not looking at this matchup. You're just <laughs> well, looking yeah, at yeah, you I'm saying which we can't have yeah. two Cinderellas out of the same region. Yeah. There wasn't two Cinderellas last oh, time. Oh, Drake's going to write a Cinderella song about Drake? You uh, think? A Drake song about Drake? Wow. Does he, he He should put a lot of money on them, according to us. Look out for my son <laughs> like I'm Darian DeBreeze. <laughs> yeah, I would, uh, <laughs> I would rather take... Kennesaw. Then. All right. Okay. Okay. Houston, so Houston, Houston, Houston Kennesaw. Kennesaw State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because. Homer. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to the Longhorns. Okay. Yeah. Is it that? Is that where it ends? Did For the, Kennesaw State yeah. against Houston the owl in Houston. At midnight, and they turn back into a pumpkin. What has a 14th seed <laughs> ever even made the final four? Great question. Probably not. Lowest seed no. to make final four. It's got to be George Mason. Uh, I would imagine. The lowest seeds to make the final four. George Mason, 11th seed. Yeah, okay. So let's go Houston. George Mason, LSU, VCU, Loyola Chicago, and UCLA in 2021. Mm. So we're going with Houston. UCLA, I think, was one of those first four teams that went on a massive run. I think they played the first four game. Okay. That could be. There you go. 2021, they would have had those first four games happening. Yep. So, all right. Houston it is. The Cougs. The Cougs. Playing in Houston. All right, we got a one seed on each side of the bracket, so you know things are going to get wild when we pick the West. <laughs> we might pick a two. <laughs> that, that, yeah, we're we, crazy guys. The bottom <laughs> crazy. Ra- bottom right bracket. You want to preview it? Must always have the lowest seed <laughs> okay. in people's final four on average. Because right, you get to it last. Yeah, exactly. On nice. average, people uh, are like, oh, I need like, something I should, different. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> so who's people? Who are we looking at tomorrow? Who we got our eye on? 
Iona. How deep are we going? <laughs> to a 13, uh, an Iona? Iona, I've heard people say, could pull off an upset there in that first round. People that know. <laughs> people in the know. St. Mary's? They're just as good as Gonzaga, some say. Ron Artest's brother, Daniel Artest, uh, a fan of our show. He was making fun of our bracket picking. Where's his? I, I thought, I saw, that's what I said. And I, I said, well, you must be more of a Bobcat fan than a Wildcat <laughs> fan because he was talking about yesterday's bracket. So we'll hear how Daniel Artest thinks about all of our, all of our upsets there in the Midwest region. Uh, we got to take one more break. When we come back, picking results and Tweet of the Night. Don't go anywhere. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. I don't know about you, but I'm having an absolute blast filling out our March Madness brackets brought to you by Neutral. It's a real bracket, and it's real madness. And it's real up in here. Having a blast filling it out. I like it. Nice switch. Nice change up for us. Absolutely. We Get we to say we, Colgate. We ain't keeping like it in neutral, Colgate. baby. As much as we love it. We're going full speed ahead. What? We're driving to Houston. Huh? You know what I mean. <laughs> Park we? this bad boy. All right. <laughs> Pick them results. Last night, ooh, Tess, we took a fat L last night. We had the Pelicans. We talked ourselves into them covering a very small one and a half points. And uh, Lakers were up 35 at the half. Trey, 7-3 and three in March. You're 3-7. and seven. I'm 4-6. and six. So we are sub-500. TK running away with this one once again here. So... Let's go get them. Three and seven, four and six for us. It's like we're filling out an NBA bracket. Brought to you by Neutral. No, I was like, okay, sure. Let's do it again. You know where Darren <laughs> DeVries should have gone to school? Darian? No, Darian's Darian the coach. DeVries. Darian DeVries is the coach. Tucker. Tucker is the son. Nick DeVries is the driver. Yes. <laughs> driver, don't put it in neutral if you're an F1 driver. <laughs> what I was gonna say, you should have got neutral on their cars. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they, I mean, they push them around a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. Good yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, you got to. Yeah, you got to have it. You got to. Anyways, he should have gone to Devry. <laughs> Eight games in the association tonight. I forgot there was a joke that had started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Are these jokes? Is this whole thing a joke? Is this whole studio a joke? Are these Nobody real knows. jokes? Because the juices and the vodka. And the umlaut. <laughs> Hell yeah. Eight games tonight. Seven of them in the NBA. One in the land of Fiji. Survivors also taking place. Tonight. Yeah. Hey, I'm going on uh, the Survivor Now podcast immediately following tonight's episode. Like and now? We'll Are you no going boss. now on Survivor, Survivor Now? now? No. Survivor, Survivor Now, the podcast, after tonight's Survivor East Coast airing, I believe. I hope so. So you're going after the after the show's done. Yeah, right into Live. it. Live. Yeah, and then we'll do no bus tomorrow. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Yeah. You'll be on when ES, the ESPN double header is on. Yeah, I won't be watching this. No, you won't be watching. No. Golden State at the Clippers. Clippers favored by 2.5 points at home against a team in the Warriors that has lost eight in a row on the road. Mm-hmm. Clippers have won three in a row at home. I'm going with it. You guys think that the Warriors are going to snap that streak or 
lose by two or less as they got a couple points to play with. I almost wanted to change my pick when I saw something that uh, Ghostface Zilla wrote this morning. He said, if Golden State wants to avoid Phoenix in round one, losing here tonight would be smart. <laughs> it's on the road, so it shouldn't be a problem, he also added. But, uh, you know, they, they, they could be uh, looking uh, ahead, jockeying for who they want to play. I doubt it in a way, but possible. If you don't want to play four or five matchup. Drop down to potentially play Memphis or Sacramento yeah. instead. Yep. We'll see. I hear you. But I got the Warriors along with Trey. I guess to to possibly snap this losing. <laughs> yeah, you got a couple got points. Some points. Got some points. All right, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. So many of us have been thinking about this, and now a Chicago area man taking it to the courts. A Chicago area man is suing Buffalo Wild Wings, according to a New York Times report, claiming that the restaurant chain is falsely advertising its boneless wing products, which he says are more like chicken nuggets. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? It's been an ongoing discussion for years and years and years since boneless wings were introduced. Are they wings? Of course not. <laughs> They're abreast. Um, but uh, he's yeah, suing them. He's suing them. <laughs> wow. The reason. Let's not even get into the reasoning. It's obviously obviously absurd. It's something about like monetary losses because it's slightly whatever it is. Who cares? It doesn't matter. But the point is, boneless wings. You guys into them? <laughs> I like chicken nuggets. Yeah. Nuggets. Yeah. yeah. Nuggets are no, good, but no. wings are better. No, I don't. I think there's a time and place for both of them. Right, right, right. I love chicken wings. Don't get me wrong, but but how do you? I think feel if about... I ranked them, I I mean, I would have nuggets above them. Yeah, but how do you feel when you order a boneless wing? I don't. That's like... the thing. I don't own a. I've never said, "Give me a boneless wing, sir." <laughs> I'll say, "Give me some chicken strips or nuggets." Yeah. But then, when the boneless <laughs> wing is on I'm... the menu, you'll you'll say to the server. Okay, you'll them. say to the attendant, "Give me a chicken nugget." Excuse me? No, I just you wouldn't uh, do that. I don't. Uh, I do not visit the establishment of Buffalo Wild Wings for this very reason. Oh, they're based down here in Georgia. Yeah, they're local. Yeah. There's one at the airport, isn't there? Oh, uh, there's, there's yeah, there was. I don't, they might have gotten rid of it. I don't know. I haven't mm. eaten it yet. They're gonna change yeah. their name, though. Right. Well, I think that's what's gonna end up happening. They're Good. just gonna go by B Dubs. B-dubs. <laughs> I like yeah. it. I mean, that's the that's the slang nickname yeah. now. But now, after after these deceptive practices, they're gonna have to pay this guy because it's ridiculous. But they're gonna they're gonna have to, and then they're gonna have to change their name so it doesn't say wings anymore. But they do sell wings. Yep, you'll still be able to get them. <laughs> Are they wild enough though? <laughs> I mean, they got a lot of flavors of yeah, sauces. Yeah. That's pretty wild. You can't sue them for that. No, <laughs> these aren't wild enough. But do they? Are they sourced from Buffalo? Not the animal from the location. The location. <laughs> yeah, they, city. they did put up a cheeky tweet after it was revealed that they were being sued. Yeah. Things like, our, our buffalo wings, 0% buffalo. Yeah. Our, you know, that, that kind of joke. So this is great this publicity is... for them. They yeah. should be thanking this man in nuggets or wings. Doesn't matter. Just not boneless wings. <laughs> Absolutely not boneless wings. So we all know that the wing or the bone is not plucked from this boneless wing. We all know that. But what I didn't know is I thought wings could be dark meat, but they're not. You know, they're not. Mm. They're tasty. The flats aren't? No wings. 
No wings are dark meat. They are technically white meat, but they have similar fat levels to legs ah, and thighs. Ah, so they're tasty. Right, right. <laughs> but I, I did not know that in, in, in technicality. So, that. so this whole article wasn't a waste of time. This, this person wasting our time with this lawsuit. Although, preach. It's true. We got to get boneless wings, which aren't boneless wings, off so you menus. Just yeah, you just don't think they should be like this guy is suing. They shouldn't be allowed to be called that. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You, you can't. Just you can't just, do that, man. You can't. Boneless wings. No. No, you're not can allowed. I, can I ask for bone wings? Boned wing. <laughs> bone bone in. Wings. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could. Can I have my wings bone in, please? Are you a Are you a flat man or are you a, a drums man? A wise man once said, there's a time and place for everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah sometimes you got to beat the drum. Sometimes you need a flat. Okay. So you like both? What do you like both? I like both, but if if you have to pick, I like my sticks, my drumsticks. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm a flat man. If I had to pick, I would never choose. <laughs> you coward! Uh, if I'm choosing, I'm choosing a flat because it looks impressive when you do it. When you when you finish it when off. You go, People are like, how do you eat that? There's a great way to eat it. And you do it, and you come through with two bones sticking out. Yeah. Looks baller. <laughs> and then you play a little tune on those yeah. bones. <laughs> little tune on the bones. <laughs> All right. A lot of sauces out there. You want to rank them? I think they got like no. 26. No, jeez. 26 signature sauces. I'm going to sue them for Another that. Another lie. <laughs> There's no way they have 26 signature sauces. Wow, that's a lot. Blazing Carolina Reaper. That seems like a new one. That's a hot one. Man, uh, one of the first dates that Laura and I went on was to a Buffalo Wild Wings. It was a double date with uh, my friend Adam, and he he likes to show off. So yeah. he ordered the hottest yeah, wings. Of course. <laughs> And the man was just dripping. <laughs> on a date? <laughs> a double date? Like, Laura and I had been together maybe a month at this point. He's just dripping in sweat. So, like, like snot coming out of his nose. I'm like, yeah, that's my best friend. <laughs> that's my buddy. I'm a buddy. He's amazing. <laughs> we do this all the time. Just sweating and snotting. <laughs> it was good. It was good. <laughs> Right. Thanks for listening. Oh, what an ending. What a show. <laughs> what a week. That, it, it's a, only Wednesday. It, it's been a crazy week. I will episodes. say, it, uh, we just had a flash of the Clipper Bro, if you're watching on YouTube. In an alternate world, the Clipper Bro is somewhat, somewhat looks like Adam. Kind of. If I, if I remember Adam correctly. No, I, you know. I can actually see why you would say that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let, let, let me see. Okay, here we go. Uh, Clipper Bros. <laughs> You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. A little bit. I see Not a what, lot I see what you're saying. Sure. Yeah. Like they, is, they both look a little bit like Blake Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If somebody right. drew put him a in the Sterling affair. Griffin. Yeah. So yeah. if someone was to do a bad casting job, they'd put either Adam or <laughs> yeah. the Clipper yeah, bro yeah, yeah, yeah. in the Sterling affair. Right, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Exactly. Cool stuff. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Embrace the day, bizarro. <laughs> Victor, go to sleep, though. <laughs>